0: This is Running Life and Stuff, the podcast proving that life is for squeezing. Here's your host, Craig Allen. Hello, well that's me, I'm Craig, hi Hannah, how are you? And I've got your name right, I think.
1: <laughs> you haven't. How is it, wait, how is, I almost want to start recording again but we shall not. Pop quiz, is it Hannah or is it Anna? Well,
0: let's try again, Anna. Anna. <laughs>
1: Time is a charm. Hi, Craig. How are you?
0: I'm very well, Anna. How are you?
1: And now you sound like an AI robot. <laughs> Should we just get ChatGPT to do this? What a great start.
0: Great, isn't it? So, well, how are you?
1: Um. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't, try, don't try and gloss over the fact that we've known each other for a couple of months now and you still can't get my name right. But we just had a conversation before we started episode five and you said to me that you get people's names wrong all the time and it's like an ongoing joke at work that Absolutely. you can never get people's names right. And here we are living that through the podcast. I oh, know. So at least you're being yourself.
0: That is true. However, this topic on this podcast today is should runners date or the runners?
1: I suggest that if you are going to date people, and I think this goes back three time in history to successful relationships, as you generally try and get people's names right that you are dating or in a relationship with, otherwise it can be confusing and they think they're cheating on you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start again.
1: <laughs> no, we're not starting again. We're trying to get through episode 5. Stop starting again. <laughs> it's fine. Today, you're right. We're talking about whether runners should date other runners. What are the pros? What are the cons? What are people thinking? Tell us what your sitch is at the moment. And that, for the non-core kids out there, is situation.
0: <laughs> my, my situation is I'm dating a non-runner, which is working so far.
1: It was say, for example, we are filling out a football panini card and we're playing top trumps. What are the stats? How long have you been dating? How long do you like? How often do you meet up? If you care to divulge that information, of course, it's your relationship after all.
0: Yeah, well, we've been uh, dated a good six or seven months now. Maybe actually, it's longer. March.
1: You know that's ten months. <laughs> that's almost a year. So it's not six or seven, is it? No
0: almost a year i'm not yeah. here to
1: interrogate you i'm not a detective no but we need to but start sometimes again. <laughs> sometimes we're not starting again sometimes facts like this and nuances like this are, are important in relationships absolutely knowing names and knowing how do, long you've dated I do know, someone i
0: do know the date i do know the monthly anniversary i know the i know the monthly anniversary date for sure the Und- monthly
1: anniversary date and not yeah. just the date okay yeah. cool
0: i know the monthly anniversary date for sure clear on that okay so it Ten months, but time flies when you're having fun. Sure thing. So, obviously, it seems to me like it Tell was... Tell your ye- tracks well there. Yeah, I'm doing good. But it seems to me like it was only yesterday, so it, it must be working.
1: Oh, fresh. Yeah, it's fresh.
0: And every time we meet, it's fresh. Yeah. So, so you've been
1: good. dating, like, ten months. Yeah. How often do you guys see each other?
0: To be honest, not enough.
1: Oh, that's actually lovely.
0: That's why it's fresh.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you're <never laughs> asking what you... It asked- is, because it's... yeah. You've given there, and then you've taken away.
0: I'll keep giving. Okay, cool. So, yeah, uh, once or twice a week. It's uh, it's what's classed as a long-distance relationship. Oh, okay. So, you know what they say? Distance makes the heart grow fonder.
1: It can do, but it does, it does come with its tricky lemon Absolutely. situations as well, doesn't it? Like, I've done long-term before, because you get so, like, excited to see that person. But in terms of just, like, nipping out and doing, like, Big Shop... Which can be like quite fun sometimes yeah. in my life. Anyway, that shows how glamorous I am. Those kind of things, like the, the what's considered like the mundane things, the simple things, you can't always do.
0: Can't you? Can't always do it, and you have to plan. It's, it has to be meticulous planning. And I know we've talked about this in the other episodes of the podcast about should runners update other runners, and probably that's my feeling is probably not because I've got this long distance relationship, so I have to really build in my training into my working week, build the work, you know, my work schedule into my working week, then build the travel time into my working week as well. So it does become a big balance. You know, you're planning every day. And we do try and meet up during the week. So we'll try and meet halfway for a a meal or a a drink halfway during the week. And then some weekends we might do two or three nights. So, So it does work. It just becomes... A bit of a challenge, as you say. And Mm. when a lot of the long runs you do are at the weekends, so what I have to do is adjust my training schedule to maybe do the long runs early in the morning or late at night during the week. So I do shorter training at the weekend, so it maximises that time together.
1: Yeah, because I remember you saying in an earlier episode you were saying you know it can work. You just need to be quite clever and strategic with how you do your training. So you were saying, like for example, if you go shopping. Um, Your partner can go shopping and you can go running. But on reflection, I'm like, so, but that means that you're missing out on that time together shopping, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. That's the compromising bit, isn't Mm. it? I suppose you do miss that time. So you're there,
1: you're there geographically, but you're not there physically Physically. with with the partner. So can you sort of see that changing over time? Like, how do you figure that out? Or is it just like, well, that's the way it has to be?
0: At the moment, that's just how it has to be. Which it does, again that presents other challenges because you know when you're going away to training camp, going into Europe to race. Obviously, if you're closer to somebody, then you can see them before you go out there. But if you're seeing somebody at the weekend, but you're flying out that weekend, you're going to lose. So that also your race schedule comes into into that as well. So it, it's a real juggling act.
1: And I know that you were saying that actually you feel like if you were dating another runner, you feel like it would be too competitive, your schedules might clash and you don't really want to have that recovery time at the same time because you've mentioned previously that that come down for you is quite dramatic and sometimes it can be a bit of a struggle. So if you're both like that, then it may not work. But conversely, maybe it could.
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe it could work. And that's the bit, you know, we've called in an expert as well, haven't we, later on in the show to help us with that because that the, that's the bit that could work. Mm. but could it? If you've got a long-distance relationship like myself, then I suppose if you are seeing each other at the weekend, you could race to do a long run together each day. Yeah. So you could spend that more quality time together maybe.
1: I'm curious to know, say you're going out for a run with one of your mates. Like, for me, as we know, I don't run. As we know, I hate it. But when I've been out for runs like with my mates or whatever, I start off having like a wicked catch-up then I can't breathe and, and hold a conversation. So is it just nice having that togetherness and being grounded in that moment, or are you able to have conversations with your pals while you're running as well?
0: Yeah, I mean, more recently we was out over over the uh, did a long run. a friend and we were out for nearly five hours together, and you know we're not running at any pace. It's time on feet, so we we cover a lot of conversation and a lot of ground in that time. But when we're also out doing hard structured sessions, we might have a chat while we're warming up and a chat while we're cooling down. But when we're doing the workload, you know, there's no conversation. But sometimes when we're out running together on a long run, one of us might be full of talk and want to chat and the other one's really quiet. And sometimes I am very quiet because I just want to be out there in the moment and just absorb it. And I think sometimes if I'm in that state of mind as well, I sometimes go out for a run on my own it's kind of my moment where I make those decisions and so yeah so I sometimes want to share that time on my own
1: yeah so I think and I think that's true for a lot of exercise is that it's nice to be able to share those moments in team sports or classes or like you say going out for a run with a with a partner or a friend but also many of us myself included often when I'm doing exercise that is my time and it's really important for me to take that off for myself I don't want to have a conversation I don't like I'll be courteous and polite but I don't want to make friends I just want to listen to my music and crack on that kind of ebbs and flows doesn't it because like you said sometimes you're in the mood for chatting on a run and sometimes you're not and I, and that's okay yeah
0: I mean it's great I mean sometimes as well when I run you know I sometimes ring people just have my headset on and just ring people have a chat while I'm running
1: Do you know what, my partner does that when he's coming home from work just to fill in time and I'm like, you're only ringing me because you're bored, but...
0: (laughs) No, I think he's ringing you because he's thinking about you.
1: No, he's ringing me because he's stuck on the A52. No. That's what it is.
0: Or it could be he's ringing you to check you're safe while you're out running.
1: I do enjoy the fact that you turn everything into a positive.
0: Yeah, I think it's more of a checking process. He's checking, see if you're okay, say hi, and he's looking forward to seeing you later.
1: So it's not because he's just trying to kill, kill time in rush hour traffic? Definitely not. Sound. Okay, cool. I reckon we need to go into this, dig into this a little bit deeper and find out from our listeners what their approach is to dating, whether they date a runner, do they date a runner, are they both runners, is one a runner, etc. See if the outcome is positive, negative, neutral. What do you reckon?
0: This is going to be very interesting.
1: I tell you it is, because you haven't heard all the the, the voice notes either, so you are going to find it interesting. First up then, we've got Alex. Should we hear what Alex is sort of... Let's see what
0: Alex has got to say.
2: You asked the question, should runners date runners? I think overall it's definitely a good thing um, because obviously running is very healthy and two people kind of very like-minded that share that hobby. It can only be very positive uh, to help with each other's goals and you'd understand each other's like priorities in life um, and encourage each other. And also I guess running can be quite a lonely thing, so having a companion to do that with um, I think can only really benefit a relationship and also because running just makes you feel generally good so two people doing that together I feel like it would definitely could be quite a powerful thing but I guess also like they say opposites attract don't they and um, I guess you could maybe get too sucked up into it if you two people are runners but at the end of the day I think running so healthy that there's definitely worse things to be obsessed with um, so, yeah, overall, I, I'd say it was a positive thing.
1: Do you know what? How beautifully summarised be- is that? Because you could be obsessed with pigs and blankets. It could be. Either the meat version or the real version, equally, you know, one more wrong than the other. But to be obsessed about running, is kind of like a lovely thing. It is. So, listening to that, Alex saying you're like-minded when you're both runners. You've got the same aspirations, the same goals. Running can be lonely, which you've identified is actually sometimes quite a nice thing. Quite a nice thing. You've got that companionship. Yeah. It's quite a healthy habit. So, listening to all of that, does that sway you in, in any way to perhaps... Maybe encourage your partner to get into running or are you still quite happy with you being a runner and her not being so into it?
0: Still quite happy with that at the moment.
1: So not convinced yet?
0: Not convinced just yet.
1: Okay, let's listen to another one then. Who have we got up next? Okay, so this is the runner with no name. It's very mysterious, isn't it? This
0: is the runner with no name.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think runners dating other runners um, is, is not necessarily the issue. It's a nice thing to have in common with somebody else. But any relationship requires balance um, and an understanding of when to do things together and when to give your partner a bit of a break and let them do something on their own. And that can sometimes, if you have something like running uh, in common, you know, you have to find that balance of being able to do things together, but equally to be able to give the freedom to the other person to be able to, to go off on their own and do whatever they want to do. And you very often see that, and that there are the, the, each each partner has different ideas about what they want to do with their running, and you know uh, that doesn't always tie in with the other person. But going out for a nice steady run together, w- what a lovely thing to be able to do!
1: Ah, that's
0: really nice.
1: That's so sweet. Yeah. Again, so more swaying on the side of two runners dating is a good thing, a positive yeah. thing. You've got the commonality of running, commonality, being together, yeah. but also that appreciation that, you know, one of you might just want that time on your own and being able to appreciate that you can go out on separate runs. I like the word there, balance. I knew you would. I've written <laughs> it down. I knew, you, I knew you would. That's a good word, balance. Yeah. So taking that into consideration then, again, more swaying towards runners dating each other,
0: Still not swayed just yet.
1: (laughs) But balance. Balance. Why aren't you swayed? What's irking you about that?
0: Not sure yet. I think we need to listen to uh, some more. We might get there.
1: Okay. Next up we've got Sam. Let's hear from Sam.
0: In answer to your question, should runners date runners? I would say, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh, you know, especially if you're running a lot, um, then you can, you know, fit in with each of the schedules a lot more. Um, Certainly uh, you'd be a healthy couple. Um, So yeah, I I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's a a positive, if anything.
1: Short and sweet.
0: Short and sweet. But, you know, you've just said it. Our listeners, aren't they just... They're
1: just great, aren't they? Yeah, they are absolute dream boats. So again, Sam, very much in favour of runners being together and going on this little journey together. You can sync your schedules. It's kind of quite healthy, it's which just, is nice, yeah. which is like a really nice outlook to share. So
0: I'm getting there. I'm 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 am I'm swaying slowly. Just on that though, I've just noticed journey. You're on the journey to start running again. I'm not on the
1: journey. <laughs> I'm not I'm not on the journey. i'm on the journey to try and lose two stone but i'm not on the journey to to go running okay i know that's going to be a common thread
0: the other thing as well which sam (laughs) mentioned there is healthy yeah because that could lead into cooking nice food together which could then lead into going to the big shop
1: and i do i am definitely somebody who sort of it's been quite a reflective year for me i would say and i and i think that sharing those moments that are typically considered mundane are actually incredibly special and to be treasured. So going out for a little jaunty run together, cooking up a little meal. Although, having said that, if I'm cooking, stay out of the kitchen, it's my domain.
0: Yeah. Get
1: out! (laughs) Stop! Stop touching my spoon. Get off my wooden spoon and my spatula and get out of the kitchen.
0: The problem I have when I was cooking in my kitchen is I have to follow around cleaning up because my kitchen's immaculate. It's like it's, never, it's like it's never been used.
1: But that's the whole thing, isn't it? If you're going to embrace that, you've got to embrace the little annoyances and the quirks that come with it. Absolutely. If you're unable to do so, like me, and, you know, like you, then don't do it. Right, let's listen to Shaz.
0: Hey, it's Macam Shaz, just talking about running. So I run with my partner, which I find Really good, because we can have a good chat with each other, we can decamp from what we've done at work that day, we can motivate each other, which is great. But then we've got other days where one of us is feeling it and the other one isn't. So we're, like, dragging each other round, and it's
2: proper miserable, especially if one of us wants to go off faster than the other. It's a bit naff, isn't it? And somebody inevitably ends up in the huffy bed as well. (laughs)
1: have you heard of the term huffy bed before i've
0: not heard of huff, what, huffy bed
1: uh shaz sharon is from sunderland i don't know if it's like that terminology hasn't made it down to the midlands i don't think but i'm thinking it's probably the equivalent of just being a bit mardy makes the other one a bit mardy and then you detest each other
0: see i'm swaying the other way now i was slowly coming to you should date another runner but now i'm
1: Now you've heard from Shaz, you're thinking otherwise. I don't
0: want to end up in the huffy bed.
1: Just to put things into context, though, Shaz says about chatting and unpacking stuff from your day, which is really lovely to sort of have that connection and be able to chat through your day, which obviously I wouldn't be able to do because I wouldn't be able to talk because I wouldn't be able to breathe. So that for me would be an absolute no, a non-starter. But I know that Shaz has been all over the world running with her partner And it's something that she seems to love more than anything is going to say New York and while you're there, you know, just casually doing the marathon. So would that not open up a whole new world to you? I know that she's saying that it can also cause a little bit of huffiness and a bit of mardiness, which, you know, is just normal. But imagine two runners... Doing the New York Marathon, you went, you know, to Spain recently.
0: But I could looked at the opposite from there, whereas they'd be there to share the moment with you after the race because if you're not running together during the race, you're still going to be on your own and when you finish, they might be out there or you might be waiting for them or they might have finished and getting ready. So you're not going to share that moment.
1: I know for a fact that Sharon and her partner stick together
0: on their run. They
1: are very in sync Mostly supportive, unless one of them's not feeling it, obviously.
0: So that's another element to add to this. I'm swaying, still swaying the other way now.
1: So you're quite happy with where we're at right now?
0: Where we're at right now, I'm quite happy.
1: Okay. Let's hear from... Emma. So Emma doesn't run and her husband does. Let's see how this works out.
2: My husband Johnny's a runner. I'm not a runner. Um, And the thing that I find really annoying about having a running husband is the amount of time that he gets to leave the house and uh, run. And I keep thinking, oh, if I only could change for a marathon, that's a lot of free time when you don't have to be in the house or looking after the kids. So uh, I'm jealous of the fact that he's a runner and I'm not a runner. In fact, maybe 2024 is the year to take it up.
1: I agree. I think she should... Pretend that she's training for a marathon, come and meet us for coffee and sack off the marathon through a pretend injury um, and that's a (laughs) quality.
0: It's good thinking. However, because you're on this running journey, she could join you. And train together. So that that's a proper... So I think the balance will be she'll probably be out more than a partner because she'll be with you quite a lot training for... I think
1: the balance should be that me and Emma should date.
0: Yeah, well, one of our <laughs> listeners mentioned
1: earlier, balance. So, yeah. Genuinely, I would like to live with Emma um, because she sounds like an absolute dream to society and humanity. Well, maybe...
0: You could go on tour, go and and race. Well, like
1: girls allowed, what do you mean? We'll go and race in Europe together. I think think it's a tricky quandary and we're going to have a dating expert on, I think, next episode. So we'll ask Rachel about that.
0: We definitely need to ask an
1: expert. Okay, so let's listen to Helen.
3: So I am a runner and my partner
0: is not. Um, I think for dating it would be helpful if he ran as well because it's hard getting up out of bed in the morning when I am on a running program for an event and he's not really hard, especially when it's dark. Um, uh,
1: but you know, it's not the be all and end all. Um, there are other qualities that I would uh, prioritize in a dating partner. Um, yeah. See, I so, love that as well. See, that's
0: lovely because she's going out when it's dark in the morning. She'll come home and I bet her partner's made a lovely breakfast and then they're going to share that moment together as the sun rises.
1: That's very romantic yeah. and very much like a rom-com. <laughs> so we should probably <laughs> become film producers.
0: That's another... No, that's
1: not another project. <laughs> that's the... <But> I, do... <laughs> I think a podcast like right now is is just right. Just right, like the three bears said, you know, that third bit of porridge was just but
0: right I, I am feeling it i wonder where our listeners do live because if they do live in this locality
1: because you that, can't start dating them you're already dating no someone. no
0: but i was thinking more about you going on your running journey
1: <sighs> i can feel this as you can feel that i'm getting annoyed
0: i is can that? yeah i can feel a running life and stuff journey of racing together with our listeners i can feel this
1: Mm, that's very Joe Wicks, isn't it? It
0: is very Joe Wicks.
1: <laughs> it is very Joe Wicks,
0: that is for He's sure. He's very
1: much like, come on, gang, let's go meet and park on Sunday morning. Yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. I'd, ra- I'd rather not. So Helen is is kind of quite, quite content. She's very resilient and determined with right. her running, which seems to be kind of in sync with you. Yep. Is that how you kind of feel at points, I suppose? You know, you're digging in, doing your training. Do you ever get, I suppose lonely that you're getting up to do early runs or having to do late runs for it to fit in with your relationship? Or do you feel like Helen fairly content?
0: It's very interesting. I'm on one of those weeks this week where it's a struggle.
1: Mm. It is
0: a struggle. It's, oh, okay. It's dark mornings, dark nights. I'm really digging in. I'm on a hard block of training at the moment. We did some big mileage last week. And I'm on that I'm on that moment. I mean, today, first time, I've missed an early morning run this morning. For a, oh,
1: my goodness.
0: A, so I can't remember the last time I missed an early morning run.
1: So you missed your early morning run. Have you picked up the training in the day today or have you sacked it? Sacked it. And how do you feel?
0: Not happy. That's why we really? have another custard cream.
1: Oh, oh okay.
0: <laughs> my mindset is I'm not I'm listening to my body. My body's saying you need to take the you need to take the day off. So I got up this morning, ready to run, kit on. I was like, no, this coffee's too good. So that was it.
1: The house is too warm.
0: Yeah, the house is too warm. It doesn't look great out there. Been wet out training and running for the last week. No, today's about body recovery.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: So, I've literally, I've, first time in a long time I've literally listened to myself and I was like, "No, let's Is rest this and the, recover. New, the new
1: the new craig of
0: 2024? No. Oh, okay. Because because <laughs> I know what, I know what happened. I'll feel guilty tomorrow and I'll train harder.
1: Let's sort of throw things out there and have a listen to, is it this one?
4: Right, in an answer, no, no, I wouldn't date a runner. And I'll tell you why I wouldn't date a runner if I was running actively all the time. Is because you've got to hold up the chat. Now, if you went on a first date and that person is considerably fitter than you and is pushing it, now then, if it was me, I wouldn't be holding back. I'd be going for it. And I'd be going for it because I'd be showing off. Now, if you're with somebody who's considerably fitter than you, your chat is going to be rubbish. right? So you're not going to be able to hold any kind of dates and there's going to be no opportunities for looking good at any time because you're going to be puffing and out of breath. So that's the reason I wouldn't date a runner because runners tend to be fit and somebody who is definitely looking to find another runner is going to be fit because they've thought about it and they know exactly what they're going for. So they'll be looking for somebody who can actually run. And if I was dating and I was going for a runner I wouldn't be in that position so absolutely not I would not go for a runner plus it would mean going out on other dates if you do get together, it would mean that though the person will have the expectation that you have to be going out with that person running and running for me or exercising is me time and that's when I want to go and do my thing and that's when I want to go and sort of have my own headspace and I think like little bits is absolutely fine. Like if you want to go to the gym or you want to go for a quick run or a walk, that's absolutely fine. But I think you need your own space. And if you're in a relationship, you need your own time and your own space to do your own thing. And that's why I wouldn't date another runner. I can I another reason that I wouldn't date another runner? It's because my kit stinks. Can you imagine going out on a date and I don't think I'd wash it if I went out on a date. My kit stinks, my tops stink. I wear them about three times. There's absolutely no way you'd meet someone for the first time with stinking kit, or even stinking trainers. So that's why I wouldn't date another runner. I
0: have got a solution for that. But, <laughs> however, I, I totally agree with that, because your kit does smell terrible.
1: Well, surely you just use, you know, the Craig, Craig's recipe for success, the baby wipe. Well, we do... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I do... Running kit, it always smells, but you're wearing it for 15 10-15 hours a week. It does smell. It never uh. smells fresh. And I wash, my, so... I wash my I wash my kit in dettol now.
1: Bleach. <laughs> that is so grim. There's also another follow-up.
4: i Can give you another reason. You imagine if something happens to you, like you trip up or something. If you're clumsy, you're going to fall over. You make yourself look an absolute fool. Or if you need the toilet, someone like Paula Radcliffe. If you get on a date and you've got to go for a toilet and you can't hold it and you've got to take away, the last thing you want to be doing is wearing your pants on your first date.
0: As we know, I fall over quite a lot when I'm running.
1: Yeah, because you don't do your laces up tight enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, well, we've talked about nappy bags and Sudocrem,
1: And having a couple of shots before you... Shots of coffee, that is not, <laughs> not like a tequila. Whee, tequila yeah. makes you happy. My sort of thought is, if you're an adult, in good shape, you can, you know, hold on to your faculties, pop into a pub for the for a toilet break... You know, you don't need to be going, doing wild wheeze all the time. And this is what James had to say to that.
4: I absolutely agree that you can't just, you can just as an adult, you can just go and nip to the toilet if you're going driving, riding, running past the pub or something. But what if you're running in Sherwood Pines or in a country park and you're absolutely desperate for the toilet and you get caught short? The last thing you want to be doing is taking a squat behind a bush, getting tickled by some hawthorn bushes, and then you're in a problem on your first date.
1: I know James, and I think he'd like to be tickled by Hawthorne Bush. <laughs> but I also know that you've had experience of this in Clumber Park.
0: Absolutely. So I'm all with James here. And he's swaying me back to runners shouldn't date other runners.
1: Which I find fairly disappointing. Can I tell you why? Why? Because James is my partner. Is he? Yeah. No. And I, I can categorically tell you that he loves a little tickle in a bush. Does he? Right. Okay. So to. <laughs> <laughs> How far have you run this week?
0: I was 65 miles. Oh. 65 miles.
1: And an, an early moments, but moments ago, you are like, oh, I didn't go for a run today. And you've got 65 in the bank already. No, so well, that
0: was last week, sorry, 65 miles last week. This week I've done, I think, 23 this week oh.
1: so far. Oh, you've only managed to do just under a marathon. Wow, that's such a poor show. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you're on this Listen, i will listen. I'm to- not on this journey <laughs> with you. I'm not. And now we know James
0: is supporting other runners.
1: You heard yourself from from his own whiskered lips. (laughs) Now that is not a sentence I ever thought I would say. He does not like dating a runner, so I can't put my relationship in jeopardy by becoming a runner. No, he was saying because then he will, you know, not want to be with me no longer.
0: But do you know what? It sounds very supportive. So I think he is very I, I think if you were at Sherwood Pines and you said you want to go run around Sherwood Pines, he'd he'd certainly support you and help you for sure.
1: Have you been to Sherwood Pines?
0: No, but it sounds really nice. Right now, yeah, I have been to Sherwood Pines. Yeah,
1: it's massive. Yeah, so and be- I'd rather go on my bike. So that brings us to the conclusion <laughs> of. So far, I'm not going to start running. James is not going to date a runner, which I am not. So that's great. You're siding with James saying that you shouldn't date a runner. So don't encourage me to run because that's going against your outlook on runners dating, which is you're a runner, your partner isn't. So in summary, runners shouldn't date, but we'll ask an expert. But you set me a challenge last episode, which was, I believe, to run two Uh minutes on, one minute off. And I did
0: say you could speed walk up the treadmill as well.
1: Oh, I don't remember you saying oh, that. Up
0: an incline.
1: Hmm. I, unfortunately, I don't recall that. I Oops.
0: suspect you've done a lot more.
1: Your suspicions are likely to be wrong. Shall I play you? <laughs> shall I play you? What happens? <laughs> so, if I remember rightly, last podcast, the challenge was I think it was to run for ten minutes and to walk for one minute up to twenty minutes. Um, it's a lovely morning, actually. It's a Sunday morning. Um, I did a weight session yesterday, so I thought I'd try and loosen up my legs. That, sounds, that, sounds, that doesn't sound right, does it? So um, I've actually just sneaked out the house. It's quarter to seven. Um, I know that sounds like I'm being quite smug about getting up early, but um, it's basically, otherwise I won't have childcare and it yeah, logistically, do you know what I'm saying? It's just a nightmare. So I've um I've got an app on my phone which is gonna give me an indication of when I switch. Uh so let's see how we get on Oh I think I think that saying is a throwback from the nineties and some kind of I don't know, Budweiser, Advert, or something like that. Uh, so I came down the Trent, uh, the River Trent. Uh, it's quite demoralising, you know, having to w- walk and run again because there are so many people who are, like, just really consistently good at running and really, really quick. So, like, loads of people have just overtaken me. Um, in fact, there was somebody on, a, on like, a... Um, you know, those little scooter things that overtook me so that's a, actually a low point of my entire life so um <sighs> yeah so i do i do feel good for having done it but fairly demoralizing because somebody on a on a scooter just um overtook me and that is not good for my ego <sighs> okay blowing
0: blowing did you feel good after gassy Gassy. It
1: gassed me out. Yeah, I would say, and I say this every week, that it, it, I do find it an accomplishment because I find it difficult. So getting out to do that, it feels good. I like being among nature. I like going down the River Trent in Nottingham. It's a like the embankment, like it's a beautiful place to be. But having people overtake you multiple times and by somebody on a scooter is a body blow.
0: Depends. If they're on an electric scooter, I can understand it. If they're on a push scooter.
1: It was an electric scooter.
0: Yeah, well that's fine. The main thing is, is you've been out there, you've done it, you've gone, you've, you've been in nature. You've gone to your favourite place, you've got in your favourite headspace, you've chilled out.
1: No, it wasn't my favourite headspace. My favourite headspace is when I'm watching Strictly on a Saturday night eating chocolate. Let me live
2: my life. Let, Let me you, enjoy my we heard my from tea. the
0: listeners how balanced and beautiful and everything, the nice comments they've said. We've heard from your partner how he said that. He's going to support you. And you've enjoyed being oh, out there. Oh, he didn't
1: there. say that, though, did he? Oh, no, boy. You're can't. being a right old journalist here and twisting the words. Anyway, <laughs> listen to the next episode because I guarantee it will be very insightful and delicious.
0: Absolutely. So thank you.
3: That was Running Life
0: and Stuff. Right now, Craig's into the next adventure. And he'll be back here for
4: the next episode in two weeks. If you enjoyed the conversation, please use your app to
2: follow or subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next one.